This episode is brought to you by 7 Weeks to Radical Self-Trust, my new group coaching program designed to help you to develop a consistent practice of purposeful actions rooted in your capacity for steadfast self-awareness and self-loyalty. Through the program, you'll develop self-knowledge and skills that will lead to an alignment of values with actions, clarity of direction and peace with decision-making, increased self-confidence and self-acceptance, magnetism, energized focus, and meaningful productivity. Learn more and register for the next offering of 7 Weeks to Radical Self-Trust at katielinder.work rst. You're listening to You've Got This, episode 139. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I want to talk about the concept of practicing active recovery, especially after you've gone through something that feels challenging to you. And that level of challenge is relative. Um, It is totally up to you, however you would want to define that. But this came up for me when I was talking with a coaching client recently, um, and this person is an introvert. I am also an introvert. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that. And um, this coaching client was talking about how she would have like a really difficult day of teaching where she had to be on all day, and it was just really hard for her to do work the following day. And she would often schedule the following day for things like writing tasks, and they just weren't happening. And so one of the things we were talking about was after you have a day um, like that where you're engaging kind of with a lot of energy or with a lot of other people and you're an introvert, sometimes you need to plan the following day to have it really be kind of a down day where maybe you work from home or you have a really slow morning um, that's mostly in solitude so that you can kind of recover from that. And we decided on this term active recovery together because it it made her feel better about having to do that. Um, And I think sometimes people think about active recovery as like taking a lazy day or procrastinating from your work. But if it's something that you really actively need to do, it's something that I think you can plan into your schedule. Now, this is something that's been really on my mind lately because I'm, I'm traveling quite a bit and I definitely am needing active recovery time. And one of the things that has been really helpful for me um, to make sure I have room for that in my schedule is to really try to plan ahead as much as I can. So I've been doing a lot of pre-recording of podcast episodes, pre-drafting blog posts, automating things where I can so that while I'm traveling, I don't have to worry about those things, but also so that the week after I get back, I don't have to worry about those things. And I don't come back like on a Sunday afternoon and have to record a bunch of podcasts episodes when I'm really feeling tired from the travel, from being on a plane, from being on at a speaking event. I know that that's not going to serve me very well. I also know it's not going to serve my audience very well if I'm recording those things when I really feel depleted and very low energy. So by planning ahead, I'm able to build in that active recovery time and it's not being taken up by other things I need to do to plan for the week. So one of the things that's been really helpful for me as I think about this active recovery is to try to identify what I'm really going to need and to be very realistic with myself. So is it possible that when I got back, you know, from one of those weekend trips that I could record things like early on a Monday morning or Monday night because I'm not technically posting anything until Wednesday morning? Yes, like technically I could do that. It's possible. 
But is it going to be what I'm going to need? Um, Probably not. And especially because I've been traveling more to the East Coast in this particular travel season, I'm really getting thrown off in terms of my body clock and I need some extra sleep. I'm wanting to go to bed earlier at night. I'm wanting to sleep in a little bit more in the morning. So I'm not using my morning times to do work. I'm actually trying to do things like take a walk in the morning um, and not do um, too much focus on things like doing podcast episode recording. So I can think ahead and say, what is it that I'm really going to need during that time? And part of it is just I need to be planning ahead to have some of those other tasks off my plate. The other thing that I've been trying to plan ahead about is meals. So I don't have to worry about going to the store or because my partner is home when I'm doing these travel trips, I ask him to go to the store and pick up certain things for me so that when I get home, I have a full refrigerator. So that's really useful. The other thing I've been thinking about in terms of what I need is I've really been turning to reading a lot of novels during my downtime. Part of this is because our, as I mentioned on a previous episode, our whole downstairs of our house has been kind of disrupted because of our kitchen remodel and some flooring work that we've had done. And so I don't have a place to sit where I normally would in terms of like binge watching some television or even just like watching a show at the end of the night. I've been needing to be upstairs where I don't have a television and where I'm reading a lot of novels. So to plan ahead for that, I've been kind of ordering a lot of novels from the library so that I have a lot to choose from, so that I have a to-read pile that looks really enticing to me. And I'm making sure that I'm, you know, getting in a little bit of time to do that reading um, at the end of the day. Now, the other thing that I think is really important if you're trying to practice active recovery is to ask for help if you need it. And a good example of that is what I just mentioned, where I'm I'm asking my partner to go to the store so that I'm not having to think about that. And I'm also trying to delegate as many small tasks as I can, um, because right now is not as busy of a period for my partner as it is for me. So I needed to fax some paperwork the other day, and I gave that to him to do. I needed to run some errands around town. I gave him those errands so that he could go out and do that while I was doing other things. And there is definitely a boost and a, a few feeling of um, like it gives me a lot of energy if I'm working and he's also working at the same time to kind of whittle down my to-do list. And if he can even give me an hour to help with stuff like that, it's huge. It makes me feel so much better. And this is something that we recently did this on a weekend where we both kind of, he did a bunch of stuff and I did a bunch of stuff and we called it a dash. Um, And it was really Um, helpful to kind of do the dash. It was basically a sprint to see how much we could get done in a small period of time. And then we went out to lunch. And I think that that's something else. Like when you have someone who's kind of aiding you in your active recovery, it can feel really good, even if they're just acknowledging, I know you're going through kind of a difficult time. I'm going to give you some space um, or I'm going to help you in particular ways that are going to feel good to you. And then, of course, um, one of kind of the obvious things I think about practicing active recovery is to take vacation time. And this is something I actually recently did. I saw kind of a gap in my calendar where I didn't have a lot scheduled. And it was a week that I had where I was back in the office in between travel trips. And I took Friday off because I could. And I knew that I needed an extra day just to kind of sleep in, not be scheduled with a bunch of stuff 
not be around other people. Like I really just needed that recovery time um, where I could be in my home. And part of this is because our home has been so disrupted by the, the renovation and the renovation is now officially done. And there's all this stuff we have to do to put the house back together for it to feel like a comfortable space. Like we had to wash every dish we owned because it had been bo- boxed up in our garage. So we had to wash all of that and figure out where we were going to put it in the new kitchen. We ended up donating our couch during this period. So we're going through the process of buying like some new living room furniture. Um, and so there are things like that that I just I felt like I needed to be home and taking care of home things like doing the dishes and just kind of still getting rid of that construction dust and and those kinds of things. So part of practicing that active recovery is taking the time you need, but also really listening to yourself in terms of what is going to make you feel recovered, you know, and sometimes it is things like cleaning your house or putting things in order that haven't been in order for some time. And I think that this is especially true after you're going through a particularly challenging period, whether it's due to a heavy workload or maybe something going on in your personal life. Oftentimes things can kind of fall to the wayside because you're really just trying to focus on the thing that you're trying to get through. And part of practicing active recovery, I think, is starting to put those pieces back together so that you can focus on, you know, moving forward from that challenging time and you can feel like you have everything you need um, to recover from it. So I would love to hear if this concept of practicing active recovery resonates with you. If there are other things that you're doing that would kind of fall into this category, I would love to hear about that as well. You can always email me at contact at katielinder.work. You can tweet to me at katie double underscore linder. You can connect with me on Instagram at katie underscore linder, or you can always write me a letter at katie linder PO box 1621 in Albany, Oregon 97321. I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at katielinder.work slash podcasts. You've Got This is part of the Radical Self-Trust podcast channel, a collection of content dedicated to helping you seek self-knowledge, nurture your superpowers, playfully experiment, live your core values with intention, practice loving kindness toward yourself and others, and settle into your life's purpose. Learn more about the RST channel at katielinder.work slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.